Sarah Ladd here. I'm your co-host, and Hannah Woosley is going to do our rundown. Okay, hey guys, I'm Hannah Woosley. Um, today we have guest columnist Isabel Phillips, and she will be talking about her column on why 16-year-olds and 17-year-olds should not be able to vote. And so we're going to go ahead and go to McKenna, who is with us again, and she's going to give us some of the facts. Okay, so some of the facts about why this has come up recently is because Nancy Pelosi um, recently told a reporter on Capitol Hill in March that, quote, I think it's really important to capture kids when they are in high school, when they are interested in all of this, when they are learning about government to be able to vote, unquote. All right, Isabel, can you talk about and just kind of summarize your column that came out in last week's print edition and just tell us like a little summary of what that article was about? Okay. Um, so I started just by kind of recapping what Nancy Pelosi had said and why she'd said it. Um, and I did acknowledge that I kind of agree with some of her points. Like it is important to capture kids when they're in high school and get them interested in government and politics. Um, but then I kind of went on to talk about how I feel like 16 and 17 year olds are too immature to be voting, especially in like national elections. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of the gist of it. Okay. Um, and you said national. So do you, do you see a difference in local elections versus national? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess the more I think about it, like with local elections, you could almost argue that that's impacting them more than, you know, say president or like a senator, I guess, um, because it is right in their community and maybe it's like, affecting, you know, laws or policies that affect their high school um, or, you know, like more directly affect their community than like a presidential election, I guess. So, yeah. So you mentioned that you think you you think immaturity plays. Can you give us some examples mm -hmm. of um, some immaturity that you see playing out with 16 year olds that you think might influence this? Um, I feel like especially when you're first in high school, you tend to maybe not really like form your own opinions about politics and maybe be more influenced by like how your parents feel and like what other kids at school are saying and you don't maybe take the time to look into it yourself and kind of like form your own opinion. Obviously there's exceptions to that and like not everyone is, you know, like brainwashed by like the people around them, but um, I just feel like as you get older and maybe like when you're a senior in high school and, you know, you're about to go to college and kind of have your own life, you start to form your own opinions more than, say, like a 16-year-old as a sophomore in high school. So, so I actually, uh, what date was it? It was back in February, um, I believe February 11th. Yes, February um, 11th. Yeah, I wrote a column on this as well. Um, and I argued that 16 and 17 year olds should be able to vote. And so a couple of my um, arguments with there were that at 16, you're able to drive. And so you're given a huge responsibility in that mm -hmm. itself because driving is, is scary and you could take someone else's life, you could take your life. And that's a big responsibility that you have to like study and, and learn upon. Um, and then I said at 17, you do have to have your parents' permission, but you can join the military. Mm -hmm. So that's another, like, really big stepping stone in someone's life if they decide to do that. And so I feel like there are 16- and 17-year-olds who are mature enough to be able to learn and vote. And, I mean, I know that when I was 16 and 17, um, I was really interested in politics, and I learned for years before I was able to vote. And um, 
So how do you feel about that? Like driving in the military? Yeah. Getting married too, I think. You can can you yes. get married at in Kentucky? 17? I think with your parents' permission. Yeah. You can get married at seventeen too. Yeah. Um I was the same way. Like I couldn't wait to vote and mm-hmm. like at sixteen I wish I could have been able to. But I don't know, just at my high school, like the people that I was surrounded by and the people that I was in classes with, like it's kind of scary to think that they could have voted. <laughs> I don't know. Like, obviously, that doesn't go for everyone. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on that. Yeah. I mean, I even know like 40 year olds who don't yeah, who even shouldn't. read up on yeah. the. So, yeah. I know, wish there could be a way to, and I know this is like impossible, but I wish there was a way to kind of let 16 year olds who are informed and, you know, are really passionate about it. But obviously, there's no way to like. You can't let some, you know, certain 16-year-olds vote and not let others, so. Do you think it could be like the military and like the marriage thing, like a waiver parent sign, or would that leave too much power into the parents' hands? Um, Should it be a test? What kind of form do you think that would take? I don't know. I mean, I guess it could make sense that um, a parent could, like, sign off and let their kid vote, but then... I guess you run into the problem of are they only letting them vote because they agree with their, you know, yeah. political ideology. Um, so I don't know. I don't even know, like, what kind of tests you could have to, like, test their intelligence. I don't know. I don't know how you would even, like, go about that. But yeah, yeah. I would prefer a test option over a parent option because yeah. I feel like that's not something that they necessarily could say with complete honesty yeah. and information because, I mean, they may not be informed themselves, and mm-hmm. so they may not recognize that the child, the person, is informed. Yeah. So I would, I would think a test of some sort, like a, like a civics test or something. Yeah, like some sort of show. basic, like like a test you take when you're driving. You have to take yeah. a driver's yeah. test because you yeah. read the manual. So yeah. you have to show that you've been paying attention to politics. Yeah, I think that could work in some, yeah. in some way. I know we talked earlier about the military, and like the big thing with me and like Hannah touched on this is always that if you can. Die and I, you mentioned like national politics aren't necessarily as like they don't necessarily affect your community as much as like local, and like I've always wondered because I mean it's, if if you can go and join the military at seventeen and die for your country, why shouldn't you be able to vote for the person who's sending you off to die? Mm-hmm. So what's your reaction to that? I know it seems a little harsh, but what do yeah. you think about that? No, I totally agree with that. I feel like when I wrote my article, I think I mentioned something about like 18 year olds being allowed to go into the military because I didn't know you could like do that at 17 with parent permission um but I don't know I just feel like 16 year olds voting on policies that affect people in the military like I don't think you should be able to vote on those if it's if you can't even be in the military yourself Mm -hmm. do you know what I mean like I don't know you can't be in the military at 16 so I don't think you should be able to vote on policies that affect people who are in the military. I don't know. So another argument I made in my article was that voting is like habit forming. And so if you start at a younger age and you're given more responsibilities, people might take it more seriously Mm -hmm. because in the United States, we have such a low voter turnout and that it's, it's honestly upsetting to me. And so, you know, when you're 18 and you might be able to first vote, you're also thinking about colleges and going off and you're going to a a lot of other responsibilities. Yeah. Voting is kind of, it kind of gets put in the back of your mind Mm because you're like, well, where am I going to get accepted? Uh, How will I move there? My dorm, all of that. And so what do you think about that, you know, that it's habit forming? 
Um, I mean, that totally makes sense. And I agree that, like, I wish we had better voter turnout. Like, it's so sad. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, maybe that would, you know, at 16, you don't really have a lot of other responsibilities. I mean, you do, but not as much as, like, you know, when you, like you said, when you're going off to college. Um, and so maybe, yeah, I don't know. Like, if that was instilled in them at a younger age, it might become more important to them and, like, last longer. Um, so, yeah. I just thought that maybe if you're younger and you're taught about how important voting is, that people would start to take it more seriously yeah. and people would show up yeah. because, you know, you're told you can't do this until you're 18 and then some people just are like, oh, I don't care, I'm mm -hmm. leaving, so I'll yeah. maybe vote in my new state or something like that. Yeah. So I just thought, you know, if we give 16 and 17-year-olds more responsibilities, maybe they would take it more seriously yeah. and, and yeah. mature. I mean, I totally agree with that. Like, if 16-year-olds if and 17-year-olds understood the importance of their vote then maybe I don't know I'd be more likely to agree that they should be mm -hmm. able to but um this is just like a dumb example but when I was in high school I'm from Cincinnati and do you remember like the Harambe thing yes like the gorilla <laughs> yeah. that was shot okay so I can't remember how old I was I think I was a junior in high school but everyone was saying that like people should vote for Harambe, like, for president. I and, like, they were going to, like, write that line. in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I honestly think, like, if people in my grade would have been able to, do, like, if they could have voted, like, I have no doubt in my mind that some of them would have done that. And obviously, like, Harambe's not going to get voted for president. <laughs> but, you know, like, that does take away from, like, a, you know, a vote that could have gone towards Trump or Clinton. You know what I mean? Like, so, I don't know. That... Mm -hmm. I just always kept going back to, like, how immature people in my grade were when I was 16, and that just kind of scared me, but, yeah. I definitely get that. I think that um, I think that older people do stuff like that, too, so yeah. it's like, I, um, I kind of thought we could even talk about this from a completely different angle. Um, I know, like, different research researchers say that the human brain is not fully developed until you're 25, mm -hmm. so what do you guys think about moving <laughs> yep. everything up? Like See, I haven't up. thought about that because, you know, you can start driving when you're 16. You mm -hmm. can join the military when you're 17. Vote when you're 18. You can drink when you're 21. All of this is before the brain is fully developed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Especially the drinking thing. That's yes, kind of yes. <laughs> yeah. Smoke when you're 18, too. Yeah. So I honestly don't know how I feel about that. It's so confusing to me because then by the time you're 25, I mean. There is a country that has um, age 25 for voting. Um, Where is that? It's the United Arab Emirates. Um, oh. So it's the oldest legal voting age in the world. Um, okay. And that's the that's the only place. According to uh, worldatlas.com is where I'm looking at for people at home. Um, and it's the highest voting age in the world. Um, so most ages range from 16 to 25 for voting ages. So some countries, countries do have 16? Yes. Okay. Um, it's not as common. Sorry to interrupt right. you. Um so there are about 10 countries in the world that have um, the voting age at 16. Um, and World Atlas kind of says that the argument against it is because youths um, have not had employed, like have gone into the world of employment at this point. Mm -hmm. Most of them um, have not paid taxes or have owned homes, which is what a lot of election issues revolve around typically. Yeah. So that's kind of like what it's saying that that's the argument it is. But... Um, at the same time, uh, other critics have 
observed low voter turnout for persons aged 18 above due to the lack of parent issue or apparent interest in politics. So that's kind of the thing. But the most common voting age in the entire world is 18. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I guess the argument, I can think of another argument for like moving it up. Like they have it at 25. I'm also curious what their other laws are like. Can you join their military before that? Um, I will look. It doesn't say on here. Okay. Interesting. Like if you moved everything back to 25 and then like if you go back to this argument of inequality and making sure everything is like even, you can't die for your country and if you can't vote for your commander. So like it just pushes everything back. So you're more reliant on your parents mm-hmm. until a much later mm-hmm. age. So... I feel like there's already a stigma about millennials relying mm-hmm. on their parents too much, so I feel like that wouldn't necessarily solve that side of it. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. What do you yeah. guys think about that? Yeah, I I don't know. I kind of just wish there was one age where, like, all this stuff happened. Like, everything across yeah, the board. Yeah, like, I mean, even if it was 18 or six, like or 21, you know, whatever, but it just it's never made sense to me that, like, you can join the military before you can drink or like, like, I don't know. It just doesn't like, there's no continuity with that. So I kind of wish there was just like one age where everything happened. But Um, kind of going back to Sarah's question about the United Arab Emirates. um, So criminal responsibility, that age is seven. Wow. Okay. Um, Wow. The majority age, which is like when you can typically do things um, is 21. But, um, for marriage, it's 18. Okay. And then okay. voting age is 25. Also, to be a candidate in the lower house for their parliament, it's 25. Okay. Well, and at least you not can... an age for the upper house. Okay. So, at least you can run at the same age. You mm-hmm. can, But at seven years old, you can be held responsible for a crime that you can't yeah. vote on if it's a crime. Yeah, which is a whole other uh, can of worms. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, a lot of inequality across the board. Uh, for that country, um, mm-hmm. yeah. I can look at other things. That was also according to youthpolicy.org. Okay. And that was 2014 is the last time that one was updated. So if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) No, I definitely think if you, like, uh, having one age across the board could, I think, solve a lot of problems. Mm -hmm. And that way that you can participate in things and, and, you know, still vote in making those decisions. I know that you mentioned you you can't drink. Um, until after you can join the military, which I always think is interesting because you can go off and see the horrors of war, but you can't drink to deal with it. Not that mm-hmm. you should drink to deal with your problems, yeah. but you know what I mean? I mean, I've heard professors say that here, just saying, like, it's wrong that you have to go through all the stresses of college and you can't even enjoy a drink with your friends legally. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I'm, like, I keep getting stuck on this inequality. I think that it's wrong that you can't you can't vote on these laws that you're held you're mm-hmm. held to following so that's yeah i think that having one age yeah might really help with that just what that age is what that age <laughs> is that that is the question uh i found the united states fact sheet if you want me to go through that too yes, about, that would be helpful. Um, to kind of contrast those numbers so criminal responsibility is also seven in the united states um wow. and so i did not know that no Looking at what this means, it says the age of criminal responsibility is established by state law. 13 states have set minimum ages ranging from 7 to 12 years old. Um, So does that mean, like, if you're 7 and you commit, like, a felony crime, you can be tried as an adult? Like, is that what that means? I think it means that you can just be charged. Would it be like you go to juvie or something? Yeah. So, like, if you're younger than that, you wouldn't be charged Mm -hmm. with. Majority age is 18, except for Alabama and Nebraska and Puerto Rico, which the age there is 19, and then Mississippi as well, which the majority age is 21. Oh. 
Um, voting age for everybody is 18. And you can get married when you're 18, but 16 is pretty much what's it, okay. according to this. And okay. you can be 25 to run for the lower house, which I'm assuming is the Senate. That's right. Or the House of Representatives. I think, I'll yeah, the House of Representatives. It just is lower house and upper house. Uh, upper house, you have to be 30. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was 35, but... I think then, yeah, yeah, the lower house is the House of Representatives. Right, yes. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is like Yeah, because it's, it's based off population. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do think it's interesting that, um, like, I do, I see what you're saying about, you know, national politics and national laws, but I do think that, like, everything affects everybody. Yeah. Like, it trickles down, and it may not be obvious by the time it gets there, but it does affect you. So I definitely think that... I kind of lean towards letting much younger people vote because they are going out into the world and they're going to have to live with the decisions that people are making and they don't have any say on what those people, who those people are who are making those decisions. Um, I don't know. You also Do have you a good point about the immaturity. that, like, if we did lower it to 16, like, there would just always be an argument to make it younger and younger? Or, like, yeah. you know, like, where do you draw the line? Because... I mean, obviously, you're not going to let, like, eight-year-olds vote or, like, you know, kids that can't even read. But I don't know. Like, is there an argument for, like, 14 and up? Because I don't know. I just think the age is 16 because that's when you're given your first big responsibility, which Mm -hmm. is driving. Before that, you're really not given any responsibilities. And I think that – I just think that um, if we were to lower it and educate people – their parents educate them on the importance, teachers educate them on the importance of voting, that people would take it more seriously Mm -hmm. because they would understand the responsibility that comes with it, like driving, like, you know, um, joining the military and Mm -hmm. things like that. Can't you drive at 15 in Illinois? Um, In some states you can drive when you're 15, but you have to get, like, a worker's permit. Like, you have to Uh, say, like, oh, I have a job, or, like, my family has, like, a necessary like thing like somebody has to pick up my little sister or something like that like you have to prove that to be able to drive before 16. Are there exceptions to voting for children who are emancipated and they can do everything else? I don't know I'll find out because that would be really interesting. I know Mm -hmm. that um in the article that I wrote you can become emancipated at 16 okay with your parents signature okay Um, they have to sign to agree to that so that's yeah yeah, I like kind of going back to what you were saying, like if parents were educating their children and if, you know, it was more of a priority in schools to educate kids on voting, then I think, I don't know, I would be, I would agree with you more, you know, of letting 16 year olds vote, but I just, I don't know how you could like ensure that that was happening, you know, like, because you can't force parents obviously to like educate their children um I guess like doing it in schools would be a little easier but yeah I I always thought that it could go into like the history or the um I don't know what else they call it they call it something else in uh like social studies uh, curriculum in schools um because growing up I know I learned nothing about voting I just learned it from my parents Mm -hmm. and so they always told me just to be aware or else there's no point in voting because you're just giving your vote away to you know, someone that you don't understand what they stand for. So I think it's important to to even put it in school, even if 
you still can't vote until you're 18, mm-hmm. just to show the importance of it. Yeah, just to make that, like, this is a normal part of yes. learning and mm-hmm. growing up. And, like, going back to what you said, Isabel, like, about parents, I think that's that's also a good point because not only can't you enforce that parents do it, but not all parents are qualified yeah. to do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, if you've got a 40-year-old, 50-year-old who's not informed themselves, you don't want them just, like, spreading propaganda and mm-hmm. not yeah, showing you how to point. read both sides. So... I guess that's another thought. I did look up emancipation, um, and for finelaw.com is what I'm looking at. It doesn't say anything about voting, but um, people who are emancipated from their parents can be named in a lawsuit, buy or sell real estate, um, and get married, and like normal adult things, but voting is not listed on there. See, that doesn't seem right to me. You can buy a house if you're emancipated. You can also agree to types of medical treatment, which that's not something that I thought mm-hmm. about, but yeah. Yeah. But you can't vote. So I've read lots of articles, um, or I guess a couple of articles, about different schools letting, like, doing, like, mock voting things Mm -hmm. around elections and, like, letting these five-year-olds and six-year-olds vote. And it's always interesting. in elementary school. Did you? Oh, that's cute. What was that like? Because I've never done Um, that. It was when Obama was running. I don't remember, like, which election. But Mm -hmm. um, I think it was in, like, third grade or something. And... Yeah, like, we got a slip of paper that had, like, both candidates, and you checked it, and then they counted them all up and, um, like, told us who won. And then we, like, waited until the actual election, and we saw if so our you voted results like, matched up to... Like, you were voting for the actual presidential election? Yeah. Like between... O- okay. Yeah. So well, between... I think it was Obama and John McCain. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, we saw if it if our results matched up with the, you know, national results. Um I don't remember who won in, like, our third grade election, but... Was yeah. it something that you had to do or you could do? Um, I think it was something we could do, but I feel like everyone was, like, excited. You know, like, everyone did it. Um, and that's what I was going to say. Like, I feel like in these studies I've read, like, they always have great turnouts with these little kids because, mm-hmm. like, they're so excited to have mm-hmm. a voice at that age. Because it seems like such an adult thing. Yeah. So maybe if, like, we took away that... I don't want to say stigma, but I can't think of a better word like that. Like the education and you anxiety. let students do yeah. that every year because yeah. I think that's fun. I never got that opportunity and I yeah. would have loved to have done that. I do that. remember I, in third grade, I voted for John McCain mm-hmm. because I knew that's who my dad was going to vote for. And like now, like <laughs> obviously, well not obviously, but I would vote for <laughs> Obama because I'm very like liberal. And I don't like, I, but obviously that's like a much younger age than what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. So do we think this might be a solution right here? Like not actually letting them vote, but like doing mock elections in schools all through the yeah. upbringing. And then by the time you actually go to the actual polls and actually vote, mm-hmm. it's like it is habit, like you said earlier, Hannah, mm-hmm. and like you're used to it and you're used to being informed and defending your decision. And I think also emphasizing like not just presidential elections, but you know, like primary elections and voting for your house representatives and senators because like growing up I never really thought about that it was only like presidential elections that were kind of talked about Mm -hmm. um so yeah I think like emphasizing like every level of elections like local Mm -hmm. yeah I think also city council is like a big thing Mm -hmm. because during um, one of my journalism internships, like covering the city council, it's like you don't think about how much power these people have over Mm -hmm. like what happens in your town. And I think that it's such an underrated election. So I think city council, too, should always be stressed. In some states, you can vote for judges. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think every state does that, but like that's another thing that I never really thought um, about. It's actually kind of by cities. Um, I'm looking at an article from the Washington Post that was um, written in March of last year. Um, and it talks about how in November um, 2013, voters in Tacoma, uh, Tacoma Park, Maryland, was voted to be the first city to lower 16 and 17-year-olds the right to vote in local elections. Um, and following them, another city in um, Washington, D.C., a suburb actually in Washington, D.C., did that. And so now there's about 15 states that allow voters, or 17-year-olds who will turn 18, Kentucky also being one of them, for voters to vote before they turn 18 by cool. the primary election. Okay. Nice. And Kentucky's had that for a while, I think. I don't think I knew that because my birthdays always happened at a good time, so I didn't need mm-hmm. to worry about that. That happened to me. Oh, did it? Yeah, because my birthday's in October. Okay. So when I was 17, I voted in May of a primary election, and then I voted in November as I was 18 years old. Okay. That's interesting. I know I could register to vote before I was 18. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when I went in to get my license, I think, mm-hmm. like my full license at 17, they let me like automatically register or whatever. Oh, that's interesting. All right. Do we have any other thoughts on this? I think we're good. Yeah. Well, I think that this is a this has been a really good conversation. Thank you, Isabel, for yes, being thank here. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I think we've come to a really interesting conclusion that mm-hmm. doing mock elections can really help instill that civic responsibility. And by the time you're 18, you're mature enough, and you're used to it. So. I think it all <laughs> just comes back to like education, like yeah. at every age, and even once you're past 18, like mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, keep being educated. Yeah, <laughs> stay in school, kids. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So that's all for that. Thank you, Isabel. Yeah. All right. Do you want to do the interview? All right. So for everybody listening at home, be sure that you follow Kentucky Colonel Opinions or just Colonel Opinions on Twitter to find more columns from our lovely columnists that have joined us here on the show today. And you can read more at kycolonel.com. All right, and you can follow me, Sarah, on Twitter, at lad underscore Sarah. I usually I retweet most of what our desk does and everything that I write, so follow me. And you can follow me, Hannah, at Hannah Woosley on Twitter as well. And if you want a physical copy of the Kentucky Colonel, look for um, Racks Around Campus. And fun fact, Sarah Ladd actually puts that out every week when we <laughs> Every uh, Monday. Every Monday. Early Monday morning. <laughs> every Monday, uh, Sarah Ladd goes out and puts those around Racks on Campus. So if you ever wondered who did that, that's it's our very own Sarah Ladd. Yes. So do me a favor personally and read the Kentucky Colonel. <laughs> How long does that take you? Like pretty much a whole day. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Read the Colonel, people. (laughs) Read your local newspaper. It's a lot of hard work. It is. Um, And as always, you can keep up with, in my opinion, on Spotify and SoundCloud. And if you have any questions you'd like us to address next week, drop us a line on social media or at opinion at kycolonel.com. Opinions with an S. (laughs) So, um, (laughs) while I have you guys here, um, I want to ask you a question about going... To be an adult, as we all know, I graduate in about 20-ish odd days. (laughs) Scary. Um, (laughs) And so I kind of have been thinking about, like, buying furniture for an apartment and stuff like that. But I also kind of predict that I'll be moving around a lot, at least in my early 20s. So what do you guys think I should do as far as furniture? Like, how much furniture should I buy? Like, how 
easy? Should it be to move? Like, you know, that sort of thing. Okay. In my opinion, I'm actually moving to North Dakota. Yeah. In a few weeks after graduation. That's very far And away. I'm going all out. I don't <laughs> think you should live in your house feeling like you're just visiting. Mm-hmm. You should just make it your home. Buy the couch, buy the futon, buy it all. Okay. That's what I'm doing. What she said. <laughs> I also think, yes, you're going to move, but this is a special time in your life. Yeah. You want to remember that furniture fondly, so get good furniture. Hmm. You don't have to invest, like, in then the furniture that you'll get. it last you for, like, yeah. Exactly. yeah. It's more so that I'm worried about moving it after I leave my, wherever I'm living. <laughs> they you have know? U-Hauls for this, and people you can hire. True. But I just want to, I just don't like moving. Like, I've moved Mm -hmm. three times as an undergraduate person. Yeah. Um, Like, I lived in the dorm, and then I had my own apartment, and then I moved into a sorority house. And it's just such a pain to move. But then the alternative is just having, like, a mattress, like, in your, that would be so sad. Yeah. That's that's how I felt, too, because my parents were like, do you really want to haul all that stuff a thousand miles away? I'm like, Yeah. I don't want to feel like a visitor in my own home. Yeah. I want to feel at home. Yeah. I think that, I mean, it's such, like I said, it's such a special time. Like you want, as Hannah said, you want to come home and you want to feel comfortable and you want to love your furniture. So don't just get like, don't just sit on a cardboard box. Yeah. So <laughs> Hannah, that furniture. you're yeah. moving, you're moving like states away. Yes. So are you buying things here in Kentucky and then taking them to North Dakota or are you going to like move to North Dakota and then search there? I am buying furniture here because um, I have done my research. Oh, look and at you. furniture here is cheaper ah. than in the town I'm moving to in North Dakota. So okay. in the end, it will be cheaper to haul it there than buy it there. Interesting. I've never thought about that. Are you doing like the the big cargo holds? I guess where you like put it in a crate and have a truck carry it for you? Or I you might do that because yeah. they also pack it for you, and I really don't want to pack it. I if I'm being honest, yeah, I want it, but I don't want to pack it. So. Like, I think it's like a pods thing. I think that's mm-hmm. what I might end up doing. Okay. Okay. I'm also terrified to drive a U-Haul. Yeah. yeah. Those are too big. <laughs> too, just let somebody else do it. <laughs> All right. So there's your answer. In our opinion, buy get it. good furniture. You buy it. Great. You buy it. You buy, buy it. it you love site. it. You buy it in Kentucky because it's cheaper. Because it's cheaper. And it's Kentucky. So <laughs> love the All bluegrass right. people. <laughs> Great. Well, um, thanks, guys. And thanks for listening. All right. See you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>